You're listening to The Best Possible Taste with Sharon Noonan. Sponsored by thetaste.ie. Voted Ireland's best online food and drink magazine. Good evening and thanks for joining me here on this week's Best Possible Taste. I'm Sharon Noonan and as promised on last week's programme, we have more food and drink news and stories from Wexford for you this evening. Thanks to a visit to the Rock and Food Festival in Enniscorthy that took place over the August bank holiday weekend. To start off, Paula Ronan will provide us with an insight into the Wexford food family. Cloda Davis from Naturally Cordial will share details about her journey to becoming an award winning producer and in contrast Orla Stafford will explain how hers is just beginning with a brand new product Jackford Gin and then what better way to finish off the show but on a sweet note thanks to Chocolatier sisters Karen and Natalie Keane from Bean and Goose but before that, here's how to get in touch with me at Best Possible Taste. The email is s.noonan at live.ie or you can tweet me at Queen of Org, as in Queen of Organisation. And I'm doing a little bit on Instagram now at Sharon J. Noonan. Now, as I said, our programme tonight shines a light on food and drink producers in Wexford. So who better to start off with than the CEO of the Wexford food family, Paula Ronan. Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. Paula Ronan, you are the matriarch of the Wexford Food Family. What exactly is that? Uh, The Wexford Food Family is a network of food producers in County Wexford. We came together to grow the food industry in the county through growing the business of our members and to promote Wexford as a food brand. Our job is really to get more awareness of what food is grown in the county and we're so lucky in County Wexford because we have fantastic soil conditions, absolutely super weather conditions for growing and we have a fabulous horticultural heritage in the county. County Wexford is known as the model county because we came up with so many innovations for farming. Um, So there's huge skills in County Wexford to grow food and to produce food and we produce some of the most fabulous food in the country if not in the world. And are you a producer yourself? Do you grow? Do you farm? No, I'm afraid I'm just an enjoyer. (laughs) I just love food. I love Western food. I spent a lot of time in London and I, uh, over there, I suppose, you kind of get what's in the supermarket. And when I came back to Wexford, I actually started, um, I came back to Wexford about, uh, say, 13 or 14 years ago, and I started coming up to Ennis Garthy Farmer's Market, and I was introduced to things like O'Neill's bacon, which was so fabulous. I mean, have you tried it? No. It's a dry-cured bacon, and uh, which means it has a lot less salt. The salt is rubbed onto the outside. I don't know if you realize, but normally with rashers, a saline solution is injected into a side of pork or a loin of pork or whatever to make uh, the rashers so there's a lot of water and there's too much salt with dry cure it's beautiful there's less salt there's more flavor so anyway i met brands like o'neill's and cologne yogurt cologne yogurt is made on a single farm in county Wexford as well it's just perfect yogurt it's so good and uh, other brands like that you see I'm too interested in food I shouldn't actually be involved in it but it's great that you have such prestigious <laughs> yeah. members because Cologne did yeah. they win a big contract recently with a major airline yes uh, they one did, of the Middle yeah. Eastern airlines yeah. um, yes and it's great when brands like that get recognition for what they do because they put so much in to their food businesses it's not easy to run a food business it's uh, not a get rich quick scheme by any stretch of the imagination the guys like Cologne 
like Wexford Home Preserves go to such great lengths to, to produce their product and to stick to their guns in terms of quality and the way of making that ends in such a fabulous customer experience when they taste the product. I have had the pleasure of meeting a couple of the producers yes. and, and visiting some farms over the yes. past couple of days, but you have some other items here that I haven't come across, the rapeseed oil for example. Yeah, rapeseed that's grown in Wexford is actually, uh, the firm started off making fuel uh, from rapeseed and uh, diversified into making the cooking oil as well. This is a, a small but growing business. I use the rapeseed oil myself and it's super because it has a lovely flavour and it cooks at a higher temperature than olive oil and it's grown in the county so I, you know, you just have to use it, it's absolutely brilliant. It's made in Adamstown. Uh, we also here have uh, Mr. Jeffers, uh, Blackhorn Cardio. Uh, he has a uh, blackcurrant farm down in Ballykelly uh, where he grows all his own blackcurrants. He used to supply bigger agencies. and. Uh, when that ended, he looked for ways to uh, make his own business, uh, create his own brand. And what he did is he started sweetening the cordial to create a USP for him with stevia rather than sugar. Um, and he uh, has a great quality product and he's done a fabulous job in getting the word out there and people love it. It's a great point of difference for, for them. Uh, we also have, of course, uh, members who grow strawberries. Strawberries are so... Um, synonymous I suppose with Wexford um, because we have the right climate and soil conditions as I said before the horticultural heritage to grow fabulous fruit down here we have great strawberry growers and also great apple growers and tomato growers like when we think about soft fruit tomatoes need to go in there the tomatoes that you get down here uh, like Wexford tomatoes growing out in Horswood are to die for <laughs> they're just as good you know in terms of the difference between uh, Wexford strawberries and kind of Spanish strawberries let's say very same with the tomatoes there's nothing there's no comparison uh, with them we also have Zyra chocolates uh, that's a lovely lady a South African lady who moved to Wexford and she lives down in Marntown and she hand makes those with all Wexford with all natural ingredients uh, and they're absolutely delicious naturally cordial is a company that really focuses on their ingredients as well and creating her own unique flavors. She uses organic lemons, unwaxed oranges, uh, all local ingredients, strawberries, etc. etc. So um, I don't know who else I can tell you about. Wexford Home Preserves, I know a lot about them because I work with them. They go to extreme lengths to make their products the best in the world. Uh, they make their own pectin from Ballycross apples wow. for the jam. They make their own pectin from lemon pips for the marmalade. They hand cut the fruit to take out the pips, etc. They use open pot boiling, which a lot of jam companies do not do. They actually stand over the pots, uh, stirring. So it's literally hand me. It's literally, they don't have a factory. They actually have a kitchen. Uh, where they make all this stuff. There's nothing automated except they have a little um, machine that brings the jars along for labeling, which they invested in because labels started, you know, people come, come in and tell them their labels are crooked. <laughs> so, but we don't care about the labels. And I, <laughs> see, and I see a lot of them have a label on, like it's the Wexford Food Family yes, label yes. in the Wexford color, purple yes, color. Yes, exactly, yeah. But that's the Wexford Food Family is the network that is set up. We have about 46 members at the minute. Um, we're, uh, we've been going for seven and a half years and uh, the members that we have 
vary greatly uh, from the very small startup businesses like you see there that's John Joe Roach from Meadowfield Goats Farm they make beautiful goats cheese and goats milk uh, in a small farm there near Curraclough uh, up to the bigger businesses like uh, Slaney Farms are represented over there. They're a big beef exporter and Irish Country Meats are a big beef exporter. So is Sofamar. We have some of the most beautiful seafood. But anyway, the uh, network is a membership organisation and depends on the input of our members and our job is then to go out and tell people about them and get them into shops, get them into restaurants and get consumers demanding them. I mean, uh, now I think a lot of hotels and restaurants have copped on to the idea that they need to uh, supply consumers to, to meet that demand for local produce but a lot of them need encouragement to do it properly because they're very good at doing the lip service um, but actually paying money and buying the produce on a regular basis in a sustainable way that's going to keep a business going is actually another kettle of fish. There are some fabulous businesses that support Wexford uh, producers in County Wexford and further afield. Like, for example, I have to say Pettit Super Value, Kelly's Hotel, my sister's shop, Ronan's Full and Plenty, uh, the Wilds in Enniscorthy, all these places are really, they're superstars at seeking out local producers and getting their stuff on the menu and genuinely buying it and, and supporting them. But there's a, another um, problem with other guys who maybe get the idea about using it as a marketing tool, but they need a bit of encouragement to actually uh, commit to it financially. And it does make good business sense. A lot of people that we come across will say, I can't afford to, you know, we have to mind our margins. But actually, it's more important for customers to talk about the experience that they've had and come back to your restaurant or hotel and say, oh my God, those are Neil's rashes I had with my breakfast. I'm definitely going back there. So the providence is very important. If people want to find out more about the Wexford Food Family, where is the best place for them to go? Uh, we have a website, wexfordfoodfamily.com. We also have a Facebook page for Eat Wexford. Eat Wexford is, our, I suppose, our consumer call to action to get people to buy Wexford food and to enjoy that. We dovetail quite nicely in with Taste Wexford, which is the tourism end of it, where they're leveraging our great food products to bring visitors to the county and to get them to go to... Uh, hotels, restaurants, etc., that are serving Wexford food. So we all work together to get that message across. Brilliant. Well, listen, lovely to talk to you. A very nice family you have. Thank you very much. You're listening to the best possible taste with Sharon Noonan, sponsored by the Taste.ie, voted Ireland's best online food and drink magazine. You're very welcome back to The Best Possible Taste. I'm Sharon Noonan and just before the break, Paula Ronan, founder and CEO of the Wexford Food Family, gave us an insight into the profile of the organisation's different members. And if you're just tuning in now and you missed that interview, you can catch up on Best Possible Taste on West Limerick 102 FM when it's repeated on Wednesday mornings at 8am. And the podcasts, they're available to listen to on SharonNoonan.com as well as iTunes and the podcast app and it's also on the taste.ie website, voted Ireland's best online digital food and drink magazine. So tonight's show is all about Wexford, and we still have Chocolatier sisters, Karen and Natalie Keane from Bean and Goose to hear from. But before that, we are finding out about the beverages that are Wexford born and bred, starting with Clodagh Davis from the award-winning Naturally Cordial, and then Orla Stafford from the newly established Jackford Gin. Cheers. 
Chin Chin. Salut. Schleinter. Hi, my name is Cloda Davis and our company is Naturally Cordial Limited. We started in 2013 in the farmer's market and the idea really originated from my son who wanted his own lemonade stall when he was about five or six. And I didn't have a recipe at the time, but I had a friend who had a recipe for a cordial. So that's when we got the recipe and I used to make it, you know, just for family and friends. And then in secondary school, again, his school, they do a fundraiser in the summer. And the first year that I was there, they bought cans of fizzy drink. And I just thought to myself, for a country market fundraiser, you know, surely we can do something else. And the next year I did the cordial stand for them. And it was a huge hit. And they're a very foodie school. So at the time I kind of thought, oh, you know what, if I ever had to have a focus group, that would have been a great focus group. Um, And then about eight months later, I was made redundant. And I just thought, you know what, just give it a try. You know, all that can happen is that it doesn't work but at least I won't die wondering, could I have made cordial? What was the original cordial flavour that you had? Because I see you have an extensive range of different varieties here. The very first recipe was lemon. And then I started doing lemon and lime and lemon orange. And then I got adventurous and did pink grapefruit. And then my first one that was you know, truly, what I would say, Wexford-based was the lemon and raspberry. And that's the one that actually got the two stars from Great Taste. So I, you know, for me, that was really great because it was my first sort of step beyond the normal. And from there, I've gone on to use more and more soft fruit because you know, we live in Wexford. Um, you've got to use what grows locally. And that's why I now have three strawberry cordials, including the strawberry, cucumber and lime, uh, which won the Irish Quality Food Award two years ago in its category. Um, and then we use black currant, obviously. Um, we're all red on black currants, I think. And it's lovely to have something that literally is grown down the road and, um, and just tastes so delicious. It really does. We do use sugar. And we use sugar because I think it's better for you than an artificial sweetener. Um, and sugar was always used as a preservative. Uh, what we have done recently this year, we always, well, I say from the beginning we had reduced our sugar. And this year with the introduction of the sugar levy, uh, we were actually very close to being below the sugar levy. And we've reduced it by a further five grams per bottle. So it's actually a very small amount. And that now brings us below the sugar levy. So we still use sugar um, because it is a natural ingredient. Um, and then the other ingredients are water, a little bit of citric acid and the fruit. You have a number of customers and you actually do some own label as well. I do. Um, the Simply Better team came to me, uh, they first met up in around about 2015 when I was at a market and then they came back again and I developed a range of four flavours for them, uh, one being blackcurrant and then three exclusive ones for, uh, for Duns and to be honest they're a great team to work for and again those flavours the raspberry and rhubarb for example which we get locally that one won the Irish Quality Food Award last year and um, our black currant that we make for them which is the same as our own actually won silver at Bloss so it's, it's great. So you have a number of different awards there for the different products? We have really proud to say we have lots and lots of awards um, and it's so great because every time you send something off somewhere it's so nice when you know that people who Um, are sort of experts in their field come back and say you know you've got a nice product and when you're starting a business it's so reassuring to hear that Um, because you might know yourself that it's nice but to hear it from someone else gives you confidence to keep going. You said you were made redundant and that's Mm. what really motivated you to take the plunge. What were you working at? What's your background? This is where it's quite different. Um, I actually am an organisational psychologist 
So um, I have a master's degree in organisational psychology. I worked in HR for quite a long time uh, and also did a lot of um, management consultancy work in terms of recruitment and interview panels and assessment centres. Uh, so in some ways, you know, I have a lot of theory about business and I always loved being in business. For a long time I worked in Thorn PLC um, and I really loved that job. Um, and, and this now, doing the cordial, is sort of applying the theory and you know how they always say, you know, I was lecturing for a while and they say, oh, people lecture because they're not doing it. You know, and I'm like, well, I'm doing it. <laughs> you know, and it's really good to actually just get out there and see how it works. And today you're out in Enniscorthy at the Rock and Food Festival. Is it important to get out and meet the, the consumers, let them taste the drinks? You, like you have a special slushy here today, a grown-up slushy. Um, it is. And I mean, it's, it's lovely on lots of levels. Um, I love getting out, particularly in Enniscorthy, because I'm so busy working that actually, um, you know, I catch up with everybody. Um, and it's lovely then to see all the people that I know locally anyway. Uh, it's always good to do tastings because it's amazing that even people who say, oh, I buy yours all the time, all the time but suddenly you give them, try, try this one, try the other one. Um, and um, it gives them new ideas, gives me new ideas because people say I, you know, they use it in different ways. The slushy machine is new um, and because I really you know, wanted to show that you can use the cordial you know, to make something different and it's sort of an adult slushy. Um, or a nice healthy kids slushy. Who doesn't like slushy on a hot day? Absolutely, and the lemon and lime is very nice, and it's, it doesn't have that electric blue colour to, that leaves your teeth glowing in the dark. Some people may be disappointed. <laughs> As a mother, I'm quite happy <laughs> because it's literally we use organic citrus fruit, and um, you know the sugar, the water, and a bit of citric acid. So it's actually, you know, from that point of view, it's a really wholesome product. So having a slushy like that uh, is lovely and cool and tasty and um, yeah, good for you. I've been really impressed by the, the variety of Wexford producers that are here in Enniscorthy today. And you're part of the Taste Wexford family. Yes. Um, actually, Paula Ronan and Neil set up um, Wexford Food Family uh, quite a few years ago. And it's actually, it's a really great thing because when we get together, it's amazing how much synergy we have between each other. Um, and we all use sort of similar ingredients in different ways and um, and it, you, know, you go there and you say I've got a problem and sometimes they say, oh I know who can do that oh I know how to fix that and it's right down to you know you know I buy my black currants from people you know locally Des Jeffers and the Jacobs you know and then I make cordial somebody else is buying the same things they're making jam or they're making yogurt and then I my cordial goes down to Bally Cross for bottling um, and when I'm making the Simply Better things, I use Wexford Home Preserves, I use their kitchen, because mine isn't built yet. So, um, you know, there's, we're all doing things together. Um, and really, it just boosts the whole, the whole sort of county. Uh, I, the other one I love is Eamon. I buy my raspberries from Eamon of Greenhill Fruit Farm. I turn them into cordial. Then I sell the cordial back to him, and he sells it on his stands. And I think there's a true Wexford farmer. He's selling his same product twice. Absolutely, yeah, I'm <laughs> making money from it. Yeah, and whenever you say about using somebody's kitchen, you haven't got your own yet. Is that something that you're building at the moment? Um, yes, I was very lucky to um, get a leader grant last year. So, in actual fact, the uh, I've been all, I've been able to use my home kitchen um, because just you know, luckily it was in in the right style and shape to pass the HSE. Uh, but I use Wexford Home Preserves kitchen 
um, to make larger quantities when they're not using it. And the first pour of, of the concrete from my own kitchen is happening next week. Very exciting. Very exciting. <laughs> yeah, so if anybody is interested in tasting all our different flavours or they, they can't get it locally because we're not quite countrywide yet, um, they can go online and we have, um, you can order online and if you're buying direct from me you can get a mixed case um, and we'll send it by courier. And what's the web address? Naturallycordial.ie Perfect. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Orla, Jackford Irish Potato Gin is the latest addition to the Irish market in terms of gin, but it's very different in its ingredients. Yes, absolutely. It's... Um, so it's potato-based gin, um, unlike other most other gins which are grain-based. Um, if you haven't tasted a potato-based gin before, it is very different. So the grain-based gin is it's it's a little bit more harsh on the palate. Um, a potato-based gin is a lot smoother, a lot creamier, um, and you'll notice that straight away when you drink it. Our, with our gin, you would almost drink it neat. I know a lot of people don't necessarily drink gin neat. They don't think of drinking it neat, but actually you could really, really drink this neat, and it's lovely neat. So, yeah. I had it the other night with the tonic and Wexford strawberries, the perfect combination, I thought. Yes, absolutely. It's a little taste of Wexford. So it's using Wexford potatoes, our own potatoes, which are grown in Slaney Farms, which is my father's business. Um, and then we're using Wexford strawberries and then, of course, a Wexford tonic as well, poacher's tonic. So it's, it's fantastic to be able to do a taste of Wexford and a Wexford serve. And, of course, Wexford is famous for their, both their strawberries and potatoes. Your father is a potato farmer and does he farm other items? He is, he's a potato farmer and he's been farming for years now, um, about 30 years now so I know it's great for him he was he was kind of had always wanted to do something a little bit different um, and at first he had kind of thought of going down maybe the crisp route or something like that but then he decided on making gin. Um, of course years ago people made spirits from potatoes all the time so um, and with everyone loving gin at the minute that was seemed like the best way to go forward so did he do a lot of research into it to come up with the the idea absolutely um you have to do a lot of market research with anything that you go into so that was obviously a, a huge part of it beforehand and then coming up with the actual recipe was huge as well we spent a lot of time getting the correct recipe and um, a lot of tastings were done and get the right mix of botanicals that went with the potato too um, and it's great that some of the botanicals that are in our gin include say the wexford strawberry which is great and again why it's great to have a serve with strawberries because it brings out those taste of strawberry with it um, and some of the other botanicals include like a rosemary and a gooseberry which almost give it like a sweetness an initial sweetness and then a bitter aftertaste which is lovely um, obviously there's plenty of juniper in it um, angelica root which gives it like an earthy taste because obviously with the potato that goes really well together um, and then to give it like some citrus notes there's some kefir lime leaf and there's also bitter orange so we have a wide range of botanicals in it and that's what makes it so great in terms of you can put lots with it you can lots of garnishes work with it and work really well with it and bringing out those those tastes and those botanicals did you have to experiment a lot to come up with the right combination of botanicals absolutely and um, it took a lot of time but we feel now that we've got the right one um, like we, we put in botanicals and took a lot of botanicals out as well and botanicals that potentially were in a lot of other gins but that just didn't work with ours and just didn't work with the potato spirit. 
the botanicals and do you source as many of those as possible from the, the local area? Yes, absolutely, of course. And as I said, we use our Wexford strawberries, which is fantastic. Yeah, they are really lovely with it. And I had I had the had it at the top of the Ferris wheel the other day with Bean and Goose, the fabulous chocolate makers, and I was saying to them, did they see themselves? creating a gin flavoured, a Jackford gin flavoured chocolate at some stage. You know, that would be fantastic. The bean and goose chocolate is just amazing. Um, and it's great for Wexford to have such a fantastic chocolate like it. So yeah, absolutely a, a GT chocolate would be lovely. Yeah, GT truffle perhaps. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And in order to spread the word now you're doing a demo today. We are, yeah. So we're, we're just going to tell people a little bit, bit more about the gin, what's best to serve it with, and what it's made from, and give people a taste of it to see if they can get the botanicals out and see if they can guess what botanicals are in it too. Because it's so new to the market, is it widely available? It is. At the moment, we're um, there's a lot of shops in South East that stock it. A lot of the pet super value have been supporting us and a lot of bars around the Wexford area. We've also moved up to Dublin now, so we're in quite a few bars in Dublin. We're also stocked in the Celt- Celtic Whiskey store. So that's great. It's, we're moving slowly but surely um, around, so it's great. Fantastic. Well, listen, best of luck with it. I've thoroughly enjoyed far too many glasses of it, I'd say, <laughs> this weekend. But well done. It's always great to see new products in the market and enjoy the the Rock and Food Festival. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're listening to the best possible taste with Sharon Noonan, sponsored by the Taste.ie, voted Ireland's best online food and drink magazine. Welcome back to the best possible taste. I'm Sharon Noonan and just before the break we heard from Cloda Davis from the award-winning Naturally Cordial and then Orla Stafford from the newly established Jackford Gin. And earlier in the programme Paula Ronan, founder and CEO of the Wexford Food Family, gave us an insight into the profile of the organisation's different members. If you're just tuning in and want to catch up on Best Possible Taste, you can do so on West Limerick 102 FM when it's repeated on Wednesday mornings at 8am. The podcasts are available on SharonNoonan.com as well as iTunes and the podcast app and it's also on the taste.ie website, voted Ireland's best online digital food and drink magazine. Now, our final interview this evening takes place in a rather unusual place. At this year's Rockin' Food Festival over the August bank holiday in Enniscorthy, the town had a Ferris wheel for the very first time and what a novel venue to host a tasting of the newly launched Jack for Gin that we heard Orla Stafford talking about before the break. During the tasting, I was joined on the big wheel by Chocolatier sisters Natalie and Karen Keane from Bean and Goose to find out about their award-winning chocolate. Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. Cheers, girls. Cheers. Cheers. I don't think there's a clink now because they're plastic glasses. (laughs) Very unusual to be on a Ferris wheel doing an interview. But I'm delighted to be here with you both. Natalie and Karen, sisters, Bean and Goose. It's a, a chocolate company, a fabulous chocolate company, and you've just won a big award. Yes, we um, we won a great taste award. Well, actually, we won two um, for for two of our products. We won one for a winter spark, which is our Christmas sharing slab, and for one of our 80 gram bars of chocolate, our milk bar with Irish smoked sea salt and coconut. So we're absolutely delighted. Yeah, and actually, the, the milk bar that we won the award for was the first bar we ever created together. And when was that, Joy, and what was the inspiration to start a chocolate 
company? Okay, that's, that's a, a big question. <laughs> and um, I suppose we started being in Goose four years ago, Karen, yes, that'd be right. Yeah. But we started in a very small way. We started just being Karen hand making chocolate and marble slabs in, in our kitchen, although we still work from the kitchen today, but it really was just the two of us. Um, and we used to go up to uh, the Dublin food markets, such as Honest to Goodness and Temple Bar. And we used to use that um, that for, you know, just feedback, customer feedback, to see what they thought of the flavours that, that, that we were creating and the packaging and the branding and, and all that other lovely information. Um, so the inspiration for the business came from a number of, a number of things came together. First, we wanted to work together. We were both at the point in our lives we really wanted to have our own business and, and, and to do something together we thought would be great because we've got, we've got skills that we thought would complement um, the other person. And then food, because we love food. Uh, we, we were brought up in a household of foodies. Our grandmother was a big foodie. Our mother was a great cook. So food has always been a big part of our family and our story. And, and, and I suppose chocolate then, the actual, you know, we, we narrowed it down to chocolate because we thought there was a real gap in the market for a chocolate brand that spoke to today's new consumer. Um, and, and all those things came together and we had the, the ping moment. We thought we had a fantastic idea. We did. So we went off and we gave it a go and we're still there, <laughs> giving it a go. Well, tell me a bit about the, the skill set that you, you have. Um, our mixture of skill sets. I suppose um, we, we're, we're actually not trained food um, people or chefs. Um, my background would be actually in um, IT. Um, I graduated with software engineering and I worked as a teacher for many years in England. And then when I moved to Ireland, my skills weren't transferable and I moved into HR and I did that for a couple of years. But there was always, like Natalie said, something bubbling underneath. Um, to do something, um, a business ourselves. And I worked for um, a company in, in Kinsale in Cork, um, the, um, the Blue Haven. And it just gave me a real insight into um, just running a business and how businesses are run. And you know, it just, it, it, it just seemed like something that I thought that me and Natalie could do. And um, at the same time, Natalie was thinking of um, doing something different as well. She just returned to um, work. Natalie's got three boys. And she um, was actually working in a chocolate shop and she, um, she just thought that there was, there was this gap in the market for something slightly different. So with all of our backgrounds, with all of our different skills, I think we've brought them into the business in different ways. Um, uh, you know, um, we, I suppose we're older, so we're, we're quite measured in what we do, we're quite calm, and um, we love cooking and we love food, and we, we like dealing with people, and, um, and you, you know, finding out what consumers want and things like that. And I think it just all came together at the right time for us. Well, tell me a bit about the chocolate now itself, because it is a very luxury brand of chocolate. Yeah, it's a very premium chocolate, and it's very indulgent. I think all the products that we make are indulgent, and that's what we like about them. We wanted them to be that. We didn't want them to be anything else other than just beautiful chocolate. No compromise. Um, so what we do is we source beautiful single origin chocolate from all over the world, dark and milk chocolates. And then we pair them with Irish flavours and ingredients to create a bean and goose product. So essentially that's what we do. We create our chocolate bars, our sharing slabs of chocolate, um, Irish whiskey truffles, and then all our lovely seasonal products too. Where do you see the company going? Like, what's your vision for it? Where do you, what do you aspire to be in a few years' time? We would like to be known as the the gifting chocolate brand of Ireland, um, and not just Ireland, but uh, you know, an Irish um, company that is recognised throughout the world as well, and the people um, enjoy gifting our, our beautiful chocolate. 
not just the ingredients that we use, but how we present our, um, our products and the stories we, we, we tell behind them as well. And you make it all at home in your farmhouse? Um, at the moment, we're, we're, we, we do a bit of both. So um, we have our a, a certified kitchen at home, and that's where we started. So we do all of our bespoke um, products there. We do all of our seasonal products. and But at the moment, we're actually um, using um, a factory that's close to us, going in maybe once every three months with our team and using um, with, with our recipes and using their, 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 their machinery. Yeah, big batches. Yeah, and you're both from Wexford, and and right. here we are at the moment yeah. at the top of the Ferris wheel in yeah. Enniscorthy, and it is a fabulous county. The views and everything from from yeah. up here are magnificent. Yeah, I've never seen um, the town from up here. No. I have to say, <laughs> never, never. And it's lovely. <laughs> but of course, the chocolate isn't just available in Wexford; it is widely available all over Ireland and beyond. It is very much so. We're we're available in all beautiful um, independent food stores. Um, gift stores actually, um, lovely Irish gift stores, we're very often there and we're available online as well, we've got a, a lovely online store that we sell directly to our customers from and that's where we always have our full range of products. So. And let's talk about the sizes of the bars because they come in various we different do. sizes and you've one very special size bar. Yeah, well, our, our smallest bar is um, our Barbie Og and that is um, our treat size indulgent um, bar of chocolate. Um, and that sells really well in cafe spaces uh, if you just um, you know, want to pick something up to treat yourself. And from there we go up through our main bar range and right up to our kilo and a half um, sharing slabs um, that we, we create for, um, for customers. And that is um, a kilo and a half of single origin chocolate and we top it with fruits and nuts and spices that we create in our own kitchen. Yeah, I, and, and the sharing bar is just magnificent. Yeah. It really is. Like, do people really share it? <laughs> <laughs> most do, some do not. <laughs> and that's okay too. <laughs> What's the most popular flavour? Of sharing slab? Would, or, or, of sharing slab would be actually our winter's bark. And again, actually, it was our original sharing slab that we created. We created it just for Christmas time. So it really captures all those Christmas flavours. Got cranberries, hazelnut, almond, all roasted in a winter spice, and it's all um, on a bed of beautiful chocolate from Madagascar. So um, I, that, that's hugely popular, and we only create that between probably in the shops from November till Christmas Eve. But you won't find any in January, February, March, because we just don't create it. We don't send it out. Um, we're a big believer in seasonality. And then from our bar range. Probably, probably our dark chocolate bar with hazelnuts to be raised in Wexford honey and chilli and spices. That's always been a really popular one. It's nice to have the taste of Wexford in it whenever you're from Wexford. That's right. That's why we always link back to Ireland Irish flavours. And if we can link back to a Wexford ingredient or a Wexford flavour, we're, we're delighted then. That really makes the product special. And Natalie mentioned seasonality there and having the sharing yeah. bars. But at Easter, you do something very novel that I have seen in my hometown of Newcastle West. Yeah, we have um, two products that we do at Easter time. So we have um, our Irish hair. So we decided we weren't going to have an Easter bunny, but we're going to have an Irish hair. And he's very, he's very handsome and very beautiful. And he's made on pure single origin chocolate. And then the other product is even more indulgent. It's our chocolate goose egg. So we thought, as we've been in goose, 
we're going to have to have um, a chocolate that's the same size as a goose egg. So we checked and it is the same size as a goose egg and we fill, fill it with um, our own recipe of Irish sea salted caramel and it's completely indulgent but that's what Easter is about and that's what it should be about. These are, these are beautiful treats um, to gift or to have yourself for special occasions. Let's talk a bit about the branding because your packaging and your colours and everything, again, it, it does all scream luxury. Yeah, thank you. Um, we, we love it. We're really proud of it, actually. I suppose it goes back to what, why we started the business. We wanted to connect with today's new, new consumer. Um, and we had, a, we had an idea of what they were looking for and what they wanted in their chocolate brand. Um, so we had to think carefully about flavour profile and branding to do that because your chocolate bars have to, have to get off the shelf and into their shopping basket. So we went to a fantastic, really young company in Dublin to help us with that. They were called Design Goat. Um, and Design Goat were great because they weren't food branders in the same way we weren't food producers. So they, I knew, well, we knew they were going to come at it with a different, a different hat on. Right? They were going to look at it from a, a different angle than a normal food brander would. Um, but we also noticed that they were creating products, interiors and spaces for our consumer. So we thought if you can, if you can build a restaurant for our consumer, you can package a chocolate bar for them, and, and they did. But the inspiration for the branding comes directly from Wexford. So the colours in all of our packaging comes from the landscape that we look, we look outside our kitchen window and we see those greys and greens and pinks and sludgy, beautiful colours of the Irish landscape, and that's exactly where it comes from. So Design Go built upon that. Well, just to finish off now, we are on the Ferris wheel, first time it's ever been in Enniscorthy. Everybody's very pleased to see it here for the first time. And we're enjoying a gin from Wexford. And we've talked about lots of the chocolate there that is inspired by Wexford. So would I be correct in saying that down the line, we may see a Jackford gin-inspired chocolate or flavoured chocolate? Yeah, absolutely. One of our favourite things is getting in the kitchen and using as much local produce as possible. Um, so. Um, even at the moment, we soak lots of our fruits um, in, in gins that, that come from, from around Ireland. So we would definitely look forward to using Jackwood um, gin to, um, to create a bar with. Um, we have a monthly subscription um, club um, that we, um, that's available online. And each month we create two limited edition bars and one, um, send out one from our core range. So every month we get to play with flavours and create two new bars. So it definitely will be appearing on one of those. We're always looking for ingredients to create bars from. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, listen, I think we should finish off now. We're at the very top for yeah, about the third yeah. or fourth time and let's enjoy the view and enjoy the, the Jack for Gin. And thanks so much for talking thank to me Sharon. today. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you. Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. And what a great view of the beautiful Enniscorthy from the top of the big wheel. And that brings us to the end of tonight's show. Thanks to this evening's guests, Paula Ronan, Clodagh Davis, Orla Stafford and sisters Natalie and Karen King. Thanks to you for listening and don't forget to get in touch with your food and drink news, recipes and events. You can email me on s.noonan at live.ie. Next week, I'll be back with more food and drink news from County Wexford again, probably, and also from County Cavan. So until then, bon appétit. Thanks for listening to The Best Possible Taste with Sharon Noonan. Sponsored by thetaste.ie. Voted Ireland's best online food and drink magazine. To get in touch with The Best Possible Taste, email Sharon at SharonNoonan.com or tweet Sharon at Queen of Org. As in, Queen of Organisation. Bon appétit. <laughs>